Well, hiya, Tyler. Hey, Malik. How was your day? I know you actually, my day's been going pretty good. Who the, Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Everybody. Oh, God damn it, we're doing it again. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot's a Podcast. I'm Tyler, and I'm joined today by Malik Frierson and our special guest of the day, Adam Soma. It me. That's right. I messaged John Cena, and we got Adam, so. Yeah. <laughs> you messaged two people, and one of them replied. <laughs> Now I'm not. I'm just assuming John was busy, you know, filming his show with James Gunn and all that. John's gonna get back to me. Don't worry. Eventually, no. I'm holding out hope for you. Yeah, same yeah, here. Yeah. I still love that first match. I said, "I'm like, hey, John. I think you're pretty neat. You want to hang out sometime?" <laughs> <laughs> so hey, just John, to give everybody writing you, but you ain't calling. <laughs> <laughs> just to give everybody a brief little bit of info for anybody asking, who was Adam? Adam is one of our really good friends. Uh, we talk about him a lot on the podcast, so, not no, by I, name. I got, no, I got this, Tyler. I got this. Oh, God, Imagine go. George McFly, but less pervy. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Honestly, you know what? I will take that. I thought that was going to go in a really bad direction. But... <laughs> no, like, because we were watching Back to the Future the other night, Adam, and we're like, wow, minus the fucking peeping Tom, this is just Adam. The way he walked, the way he talked. I'm like, this is just fucking Adam. Lou. Give me a milk. Chocolate. <laughs> Nothing's coming to my mind. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, uh, you've, you've heard about me a couple of times. I am, I'm trying to think of some of the stories that you fucking told. I was. Well, uh, let's I'm, get, I'm let's, around. let's do the elephant in the room. The fact that Malik decided to call out that my apparent wife was your mom. Oh yeah. Malik <laughs> tried to make the world think that you were, uh, you were married to my mom. Okay. Uh, so I that was just going to say this. I didn't come up with the name Terry. It was the first name that came to mind, Malik. (laughs) I didn't come up with the name Terry. But yeah, Adam is a really good friend of ours. He's joining us today for our special episode number 10. We decided to have a guest on on the show today just to kind of spice things up a little bit. We ran Um, out of ideas and we thought, hey, let's let's this will probably get butts in seats. (laughs) It is kind of indicative of the quality of podcast you're going when it's like 10 episodes deep and it's like, ah, shit, what are we going to do now? (laughs) They've caught on to our shtick. We're idiots. (laughs) Tyler can only declare war on the South so many times. (laughs) (laughs) Funny thing is, I had an idea for an intro bit where you would just like, I would knock on something and then you would just like join in and be like, hi, this is the South and we are not happy. (laughs) See, I I wanted to do that and I wanted to do like credits in the podcast where it's like, Malik was played by Malik. The South played by Adam. (laughs) Just Adam played the whole south i played the whole south don't worry guys i i speak for you <laughs> speaking for the whole south everybody <laughs> but yeah how's uh how's everybody's day going you know it's 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 been going work shit all that i was actually in the middle of watching aew when i remembered that i was supposed to do this yeah <laughs> fucking priorities i heard you were taking a poop before this you I in, a po- in the in the podcast world you hold it you know, this just... just this just reminds me of what I was talking to you about yesterday, Malik, that I want to bring Adam involved in now, too. How, okay. like, 
like the thing is, oh, is we were talking about like how to diminish oh. saying you just took a mean shit. Like you could say like, oh, I just took a big dump, or I just like I just took the the most wicked shit, or you could just come in and just say I just took a big poopy. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a big poopy. There's like a lot of different like euphemisms for for taking a poop. Like I mean, obviously one of them was like you were you were dropping the kids off at the pool, or I you squeezing we, hot fudge. You were squeezing hot fudge. I used to back when I was in AI. And I thought that I could, you know, make movies and stuff. I used to say, like, I gotta, I gotta be, I'll be back. I'm, I'm heading to a production meeting. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Ever have like any good ones? I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna participate in a mudslide or something. Like, I feel like I'm something like that. There's the porcelain throne bit. Anybody mention porc- that one? I do not know the porcelain throne bit. You don't know that when somebody says like I got a meeting with a porcelain throne or something like that. No, <laughs> I never heard a meeting I've, with a porcelain throne. I, I have, I've, I've heard the toilet referred yeah, to yeah, as the porcelain same. throne. Like, I've, I've heard the toilet ter- referred to as a throne too. Well, look, I'm notorious for fucking shit up, so <laughs> that's yeah. fair. I've called you out many a time in private messages over <laughs> things I care about that have yeah, been handled yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, now, now that I have you on the show, I feel like we should probably address this, Adam. Stop fucking bullying. No, I'm gonna bully you. <laughs> I right. That is how this works. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of getting sent sexualized images of Lightning McQueen. I'm sick of the being called out and shit. I didn't say this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, did I send you a Rule 34 Lightning McQueen? You've sent me Rule 34 stuff I don't want for sure. You and I know, the other I one. Sent you, I, I definitely sent you uh, Shrike Kachowski. What the fuck is that? Uh, Shrike Kachowski is a <laughs> bastardized amalgamation of Shrek, Mike Wazowski, and Lightning McQueen. Oh my whose god. Whose of course is I am speed Kachow. <laughs> When, when Jesus when Jesus died on this cross, he saw you. Look, Google this and send this to me, Adam. How do you feel knowing Jesus saw whatever the fuck you just named? I think um, Jesus is more I, upset with the person that made it a reality. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't actually have to Google anything. I am part of groups on Facebook that just That's shit even worse! <laughs> Literally, That's it's just worse. like it's just like the D club for like Game Grumps or fucking Cultaholic. Sometimes shit posts. I get some decent memes out of them. Didn't Tyler? Didn't you say you were gonna like keep tweeting at like Super Mega or something? <laughs> I did. <laughs> that that fell through. <laughs> oh, actually, I just having brought up a uh, Cultaholic Malik. Uh, happy May nineteenth, man. Uh, I don't today, know what that is. It t- May nineteenth is uh, a big day in wrestling. It's the day that Undertaker burned his house down with his parents. Oh yeah, it. that's right. Oh, fantastic! It, he this, today is the day that Kane got all of his terrible psychological mental scars from the house burning down. <laughs> I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid and thinking, "Man, Kane's really fucking up everyone over this day." <laughs> Why does he hate this day so much? Yeah, he was like, he just like, there was this black guy, he was in See No Evil, if they just like, he's like, oh, I'm excited for May 19th, and he just gets fucking grabbed by Kane, like, <laughs> don't say that day! <laughs> oh my god, oh yeah. man, that... Ross, as as you can tell, I'm a, I'm a fucking mark. I'll, yeah, I'll just come all, to say it. We're all, we're all Both of them are. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler you're still a mark. Once a mark, always a mark. Don't act like you. You're yeah. Fucking like, you, you, I may not be watching, but you know, I still love the product. You have that fucking Razor Ramon jacket. You can't even fucking pretend. I do. I do have that yeah. Razor Ramon jacket. Yeah, For anybody I, that doesn't know, it's a big fucking jacket with just Razor Ramon's picture on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's, I guess it's one of the it's one a of the windbreaker. Lines. 
Yeah, yeah, I got it for him as a gift because I'm a fucking good friend. Fuck you, audience! I'm a good person! Alright, we, re- we really need to, like, break down that sentence there for a second. Fuck you, audience. I'm a good person. I'm sorry, didn't Tyler just gaslight you all last week? I'm just saying the first ago. half of that sentence. Two weeks ago? With the second half of that sentence. What? See, good, pe- <clears throat> good people could say fuck you. <laughs> the best thing about having Adam on the podcast right now is that he is a, he is a fan of the show. He, he listens every week, and he, he's got a lot of stuff that he can, a lot of input onto the show that he could bring today. So what, what, we're say- what you're saying is we are his content daddies, and every week he goes, yes, please, more daddies, as no. we like, shut uh, none of all. Content. <laughs> And then first you wonder all, why you get the shit you, you get. <laughs> is my content daddy i'm sorry who anthony birch is my content oh. daddy. Um, you guys are like my content fun uncles cool i'll take it please don't ever <laughs> no that's even worse tyler <laughs> Gosh, I was you, like, guys, oh, cool. you guys remember that fucking you remember that weird ass vine uh, it was like this this young girl who was just like oh i wonder who's at the door and she opens it up and the guy's just like it's your fun uncle and he just like goes into the camera i was like that is weird <laughs> i do not remember this it was a oh weird my- vine Speaking of weird shit sent to people on fucking apps, I, this is a while ago, people, but, like, Tyler once sent me a TikTok, like, isn't this strange? It's a girl going, hey, guys, look at my dog, Cheddar, and there's a fucking, like, monster demon face <laughs> in the closet. And then, like, you look at the girl's profile, that video was posted several years ago. It was posted and, like, two years ago, and yeah, she's never posted ago. anything since. Everybody in the yeah. comments is literally questioning where she went. So she's dead. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, and, like, I'm like, Tyler. Tyler, why did you send this to me? And he's all like, well, isn't it weird how she's just been gone for two years? I'm like, what the fuck? Tyler, did you send Malik like the first half of a snuff film? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what w- what else has been going on? Like, uh, Mass Effect, clapping some alien cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucked you, sorry, I'm, consort. I'm the one guy here who does not currently have a copy of the uh, the new, or like the Mass Effect remaster. Well, I've never, no. never actually played a Mass Effect game. It's a, it's no. a little bit late, but one thing that we never truly talked about was the Mortal Kombat movie. That what We did never talk about that. You know what? We actually have the perfect person to have on this. Yeah, we have a huge Mortal Kombat fan with us. We should talk about the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm okay with that. I honestly... Cause I've, I've been waiting. I've been wondering because, like, I've like I've told you guys before. I've obviously, like you said, I listen to the podcast every week, but I've been hearing a lot of co- topics brought up, and I'm like, oh man, that would have been cool to talk about if I was on the if I was on there. That's how all podcasts work. You're like, oh damn, I would like to be on there. Talking about that. Like See, I'm, I'm weird. Now. I was always weird with that when listening to podcasts. I just join in on the conversation as if I'm there. <laughs> Thank God I'm in a room by myself. Yeah, your mom walks by like, Tyler, are you okay? Yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom's fine. Just talking to my friends. <laughs> we know that as in the like, back of her mind, Carmi is judging you. <laughs> as you, like, paint, like, figures on the wall like I'm with my friends. <laughs> you draw the Planet of the Apes, like, window on your wall like I'm, they're there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I gotta say, Mortal Kombat, Melina's dump truck of an ass. <laughs> like, Dude, geez. right? Jesus Christ! Yeah, and honestly, for me, I've, I've said it a couple of times, like, I'm glad Melina was in the movie. It still just feels weird to me to have Melina be there without having Katana first, since Katana is, like, kind of a prerequisite for Melina even, like, existing. Yeah, oh, pretty apparently, much. 
I would assume, apparently, from what it looks like, Katana's, like, super dead? <laughs> it, possibly. Because, um, like, I, I, like why, why is her fans just on a pedestal with, like, all the champions that, like, Earthrealm's been fucking annihilated? Yeah, that's true. I mean, they've been showing, like, the Earthrealm has been kind of getting their cheeks clapped for centuries at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. I know there were a lot of people who were very annoyed with the movie they're like oh no the plot just felt like super rushed and they changed too many things from the games i'm like you can't just do the game as a movie yeah it diminishes the the game to make any sense like if you want if you wanted to be if you wanted to just be the game on a big screen just fucking rent out a movie theater play mortal Kombat on exactly like (laughs) you're gonna need to make changes and i was i was okay with it i liked I like the Arcana. I thought it was an interesting way in this world See, to kind of, like, explain how these powers came out. Like, I was really weird on the Arcana, because, like, first off, Jack's fucking little arms is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Baby T-Rex fucking arms. little arms. He's like, <laughs> like the time you see a guy who's like, I, I go to the gym every day and <laughs> just skips arm day. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that was like, fantastic. Magic, and then just, like, magic, they're bigger. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> 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 like I, I don't know if she did, but I did like the fact that Mortal Kombat did blend all these genres of you know crazy fantasy and like techno sci-fi and made it all work as opposed to like oh it's just all magic now. It's it's actually it's funny that you bring that up because I actually a couple hours ago saw a post on Facebook that I had to share that it was like Mortal Kombat is the best franchise. Because none of the characters look like they belong to the same game. Like, <laughs> oh, you've got all these, like, crazy ninjas, and then there's these, like, robots running around, and magic sorcerers, and fucking gods of lightning. And then one of the characters is just, like, a regular cop whose power is gun. Like, that's yeah. all he is. Essentially. Aaron, Bla- Aaron Black goes, am I a joke to you? Yes, you're in black, you are. You're just a cowboy, my guy. <laughs> you're just a cowboy. Admittedly, you're a cowboy with a really cool voice, because fucking Troy Baker's great, but you are a cowboy. That's yeah. your gimmick. Own it. It's fine. <laughs> At the same time, you have a character like Meat, who is literally just a man with no skin. I just want noob. <laughs> That's who you are. I just want noob. <laughs> well, sub. Well, Bihan is dead now, and yeah, spoilers. I mean, Kombat the, movie, so you the might prerequisite for Noob has been fulfilled. Bihan yeah. is super dead. Yeah, we already know the sequel is is kind of baiting Johnny Cage because they built it up pretty hard. But I feel like we are gonna get be a uh, new Cybot. We might get Quan Chi. I don't know if they're gonna go into Quan Chi just yet. I think Cabal so- and Kano are definitely coming back. Oh yeah, didn't he like take their corpses? Or like he, he he teleported someone's corpses. He teleported most of their corpses. I don't think he I don't know if he got Kano. It was the people who died in that room for sure got teleported away. Yeah. I can also just say, what a weird fucking choice to go with like, oh, who's our big bad team? General Raiko. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, let's all okay. give a big fucking shout out to Raiko being in the fucking movie. Like I was like, okay. On on the one hand I appreciate it that they pulled some more like I don't want to say obscure, but I'm going to say obscure characters. Like, when I think of, like, oh, we're going to do the first Mortal Kombat movie of a series, I don't think Reiko. I don't think Nitara. But it was cool to see them. Like, even, honestly, I wouldn't have even thought Kung Lao for the first one. I would put Johnny Cage in it before I would have put Kung Lao, but it was cool to see that he was there. Yeah, the thing um, is, is that I feel like they needed the big names in there, like Kano and 
you know, like Jax and Melina and all them, but and Kung Lao and Liu Kang and all, but like I feel like Reiko and Natara were just like they, they were the throwaway characters just for the first movie. It's like you kinda have to have an equal balance of random throwaway characters as well as the main like the big boys, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was the one thing like uh, I saw a lot of complaints about Cole Young because he was essentially a plank of wood. And I'm like, look, he's a not gonna have a fake ass armor shirt. I'm like, yeah, look, he's, fucking he's shirt not gonna have throughout the, the most. Movie. He's not gonna have the most like incredible backstory or the most amazing personality. He's supposed to be the audience surrogate, and then he didn't even do that right because he didn't react to anything we yeah. had data yeah. for that. The the audience surrogate, this sexy ripped MMA fighter with a hot wife and daughter. Yes, I'm so sympathizing with this guy. <laughs> I don't yeah, mean I like, more a, sympathetic like a sympathetic towards light. I don't mean like you, he's he's the surrogate is like oh I sympathize with this character. That just means he's the protagonist. Like I'm talking about he's the audience surrogate because he's the one that you're supposed to be giving the exposition dump to. He's the frame of reference for like people who don't know about Mortal Kombat. There's a you have to have an outsider who the plot basically can be explained to so the audience can be told what's going on. Like yeah. I understand from a filmmaking perspective. That's what Cole was supposed to be, but he never reacted to anything, so Kano kind of became my audience. Yeah, Kano stole the show. Like, he had the most human reactions to everything. It's like, that man just shot fire? Like, (laughs) that's not normal. Was that a fireball? And yeah, like, for me, honestly, Kano was my second favorite character in the movie. My first was always going to be Sub-Zero, because (laughs) I'm a shameless fucking mark for Sub-Zero. Of course. But Kano fucking really pulled through. He, He definitely, like, carried a good portion of the movie. Yeah. I, so like my, my everyone knows me. My favorite Mortal Kombat characters are A Scorpion and B Johnny K. Johnny, of course, got the teeth at the end. I was a little weird on Scorpion because he has he he's only really there in the beginning and the end, and he was the only like actor I was really hyped for because I love Hiroyuki Sonata. He's fucking great in Westworld. He's great in the Wolverine. Great in fucking that little bit in Endgame he had. And I was like, oh shit, he's playing fucking Scorpion. Let's go. And he has a sick outfit. It's just that oh he's got the cool fight scene in the end in the beginning. Then nothing for a good while, and the end. Like, all right, cool. We got. I'm happy we got something, but I'm like, I, I, I we could have done with like a little bit more. With well, he signed on for four movies, isn't he? Yeah, him and Sub Zero, I both, I think, are both signed on to do all four movies. Yeah, okay. so but, we're gonna be seeing more of them. And plus, with that, considering it was telling the story of mostly like the first game, I feel like we got as much Scorpion as was really necessary to tell this story. Yeah, because like I... you, you set up immediately that like Sub Zero is gonna kind of be your villain of the piece by having him slaughter an entire clan and family, but Scorpion in the first game, especially his only real purpose is to fight Sub Zero. Yeah, so I having get that... him only be at the beginning and the end made a lot of sense to me. I get that, but, like, you know, from my point of view as, like, you know, a fan of the actor and a fan of my favorite character, it yeah. was what I was going in as, like, most hype for and, like, my most excited factor of it. And, you know, like, I just didn't get as much, to, you know, as I wanted. You know, there's going to be sequels, and, again, I still really like the Sub-Zero fight at the end. Uh, I, I did find it weird that the family was still alive. Like, there's no way Beyond would have slaughtered both of them by now. Like, why are they still alive? That was, like... There's a lot of questionable things in the movie, but the only one where I really, like, was just like, I'm sorry, what now? Was him not just straight-offing the wife and daughter. Yeah, like, they would have been been leverage in this for you. You don't need hostages to convince him to come. He just watched you take his wife and kid. He's gonna come after you anyway. 
It doesn't matter if they're alive when he gets there. Exactly. I do. I feel like I say that a lot when it comes to stuff involving Mortal Kombat, though, where there's always, like, <laughs> one thing where I'm like, I don't know if that adds up in this game where, like, a man... Like, I watch a game... And, like, I see Sub-Zero, like, rage pull a man's skeleton out of his ass. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't even question that. Like, of course that's what <laughs> But then I see, like, Sonya Blade in MK9 had her one fatality where she would just, like, grab you with her legs, do a split, and your body came in half. And I'm like, I don't know if the physics work on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I choose what to question when it comes to our... Mortal Kombat. Either question it all or nothing. <laughs> one of our favorites that we've been doing lately is anytime I play noob, I use his second fatality or I use his friendship. And Malik is, he goes crazy over it because it's, if you've seen noob second, second uh, fatality, everybody, he basically, he slice opens your stomach and then he puts his shadow inside of you. And it just, it, it comes up through the mouth and splits you in half. And Malik, anytime I use it, will just be like, I do not consent to this. I don't, I don't consent to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to meet the guy who consents to fatalities. I know, right? <laughs> like, I already think Ed Boone is going to wind up on a watch list at some point. <laughs> the guy who is like, I would want that to happen to me. Like, you're definitely on the list right next to him. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, Luke I See, like, so, Tyler, you and our other friend were actually kind of, like, harping on the casting of Luke Cage at the movies. You guys thought he was, it like, It just way didn't too seem small. to fit. Like, when I look at Luke Kang, I look at, like, a Bruce Lee, you know? And I know you're not going to get, like, a Bruce Lee, but, like, you could have gotten somebody maybe a little bit older to do the role, in my Honestly, opinion. I was, I was okay with the casting for, for Liu Kang. Like, the guy they cast did really well. He And plus, the, the, you really only need two aspects when you're when you're playing as Liu Kang. Because he's not the most... It, maybe some people are going to, like, fucking come at me for this. I don't really care. Some, <laughs> he's not the most interesting character. He just oh, isn't. no, the Mortal Kombat stands um, are coming at us. But, like... <laughs> With Liu Kang, you really just need to have a Chinese man, just to have the proper ethnicity for the character, and you need to be fucking ripped. And he was Which both of those he things. Was, he was pretty ripped. I will give you that. Cut. And that guy, um, I think I actually talked to Malik about this a little bit. Um, the, the guy who played Liu Kang, I'm pretty sure, was the Black Ranger in the, the Power Rangers reboot. Was he really? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because that's what I like to do. Like, if I'm with this movie, especially, I didn't know a whole lot of the actors, so I wanted to see like if they had been in anything else. Yeah. And I saw that Liu Kang was the Black Ranger, and a bunch of the cast had done some MCU stuff. Like, uh, Cole Young was fucking, and this isn't MCU, but Cole Young was fucking <laughs> Shatterstar in Deadpool too. Holy shit. God, yeah, we, we really only looked up one character, and that was Cabal, because he sounded a lot like uh, the Carmines from Gears of War. But, yeah. like, we looked him up, and apparently he play, he was the guy that played uh, Charlie Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Or at least that's who, really? yeah, that's who the voice was. The guy behind the costume was somebody else, but the voice of Cabal was the guy who played Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Cabal just had a sick outfit, too. Like, Dude, God Cabal damn, was great, great for, like, the little bit of the movie he had. Oh my god, I loved him. I love that Kano too hangs out with them for like the most of the movie and goes, "No, nah, I'm on the bad guy side." Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to happen. Yeah, we all knew. It's like, oh, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. We knew this was coming. Kano's yeah, also, not a fucking hero. black dragon. Of course, you're gonna be a bad guy. Also, can I say the most complete and thorough character arc of that goddamn movie was the goddamn garden? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> we saw that show like we're watching that shit right and the gnome's face pops up Tyler Jamila goes because <laughs> he just loved that face so much but yeah that gnome had a full on character arc better than anyone else we got the Kano spit in his hand he was surprised end of the movie comes gets fucking stabbed in Kano's eye <laughs> it was like you know what I just witnessed an entire three-act structure with this gnome. That was Chekhov's gnome. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, with, with Mortal Kombat, I didn't really expect much going into it because I'm not really a big Mortal Kombat fan. Like, I have my favorite characters here and there, but that's probably about it. Like, in terms of playing the games, I, te- I tend to genuinely just stay away from them because I'm not really too big on fighting games. I am now because I play Mortal Kombat 11 a lot since uh, since the movie. And, you know, going into the movie, like I said, I wasn't really expecting too much, but I had a lot of fun with it, you know. I enjoyed myself watching it. It definitely wasn't a regret or anything like that. Yeah, and for me, as a huge fan of the Mortal Kombat franchise, I was hype as fuck after I saw that first trailer. And I'm, I'm also able to separate kind of how I feel about the game franchise as a whole and how I was going to feel about this movie, because it's it's a movie about Mortal Kombat. You're not going into it expecting some Oscar-winning script about, like, oh, yeah. what it means to truly be human. But, like, I, I went into it expecting to see some really dope fights and some fucking hardcore violence. And I got both of those things, so I left very happy. And Goro <laughs> looked fucking rad. Goro so- did look good. Oh my god! Seconds he was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wasn't on for long, but damn, did he look good? Dude, it's all about maximizing she... your minutes. Exactly. Also, wild that like Raiden and Shang Tsung were both in the movie, but they didn't like fight or like they're really they really are banking on getting those sequels too. That like yeah. Raiden and Sh- they're gonna build up to Raiden and Shang Tsung and them fighting. Also, yeah, the fact again, that we got. Me... Like, it, it was the first... It, they were doing their own version of, like, the first Mortal Kombat. Raiden never does dick in the first Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he true. just watches. That's someone who I also did recognize. Raiden actually played Hogan in the Thor movies. He, uh, the one Asian Asgardian. Yeah, that's right. And then <laughs> yeah. The one that was almost impossible to miss was yeah. fucking Shang Tsung was the squealer from Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Raiden's ridiculous in Mortal Kombat 11. There's no reason... <laughs> That his fucking staff should be a basic punch. <laughs> it's got so, <laughs> it's much, got so reach. much reach. It's you ridiculous. Know my, you know who's fucking great? Rambo's M60s or M16s. I'm sorry. You with those M60s are ridiculous. It's so fun because you get pushed back by him. Like, That's the worst part of it. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's so good. Oh, God. I can't. Yeah. We, we've been in a little uh, three-way rivalry with our uh, other friend on Xbox, Mortal Kombat. I, I, of course, have my favorites, Johnny Cage and Scorpion. Tyler has his favorites, Noob Cybot and Scarlet. And uh, our friend is a big fan of Melina and uh, what's it? What's what's his other one? Sindel? Sindel, yeah. Yeah. Melina the bitch. We got, I, I have about four characters that I play as frequently, actually. Um, it's Noob, Scarlet, Baraka, and Cabal. I'm like you're really like, good as all four. You only like Baraka's those cheap ass fucking two piece kicks. No, I like Baraka. I've always liked Baraka. Adam could probably attest to this, but when Mortal Kombat 11 was coming out, I was hoping that he would be in it. Oh, yeah, Tyler and I did have a couple of discussions when Mortal Kombat 11 was first coming out that he was like really excited to see if Baraka was in the game. So I think he was one of the first people that I sent the uh the 
clip of Baraka's fatality too. Yeah. Where he rips your fucking face off and then yeah, your skull so and then he eats your brain. Baraka was in X, wasn't he? He was not. Um, he was in. Well, technically, yeah, he was in the story mode, and he literally only existed to get jobbed out to Devora, and then he got killed. That's like, right. That was it. Oh, he was like, God. He was he was a Molina simp. That's right. <laughs> Devora was Devora is such a gross character. <laughs> yeah, we we were actually <laughs> so content warning for some of our younger viewers, but I skeeved Tyler out the other night. It's like, could you imagine like having like intercourse with Devora and like you, you and like you pull out and there's just like bugs all over oh my god stop <laughs> this is why everyone looks at you as the bad guy on this podcast <laughs> this is why you I, get the hate mail this is a thought i had but uh devora what a cool character i, lo- I love her voice just like how oh, it sounds. devora's voice is fucking great like, it's just it's a she's a really interesting character I'm a little um, I'm, I'm upset that they didn't bring back Pharaoh Tor. I'm like, what the hell? I love <laughs> I, there's Tor. not a whole lot you can do with that, especially even with her canon ending. Like, it literally ends with Tor dying and Pharaoh becoming the the brute for a new rider. So I'm like, that there's not there's not that character has reached its peak. So I would <laughs> just like to have them in the game because I like playing as them. Yeah, for me, when I'm playing Mortal Kombat, and I don't play it very regularly. I'm, I might do it a little bit more because of the crossplay functionality, just because I like to play with friends. More I'm more hoping like that stretches to King of the Hill so you can join strangers. us. But I like to play as uh, Sub Zero. I do a lot of Cassie Cage. Um, I use Noob as like a third. I am also playing as Cassie Cage a lot, and uh, I like mainly because I just like doing her second favorite, her second um fatality. I'm sorry. Her second uh, favorite. Yeah. Her second favorite. <laughs> English major. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's a callback uh, to last week's episode for you. <laughs> and so as, as a cool segue from Mortal Kombat to a similar approach, uh, lots of stuff has been announced in terms of the HBO Max DC partnership. And, included, and I don't know if this is going to be on HBO Max, but they have announced an Injustice animated movie. Have they really? Yeah, oh, an animated movie for Injustice. I'm like, oh shit, Ooh. I'm... I am very curious because, like, is that just going to be a retelling of the story? Like, are they going to? Because, like, the way I see it going is, it's probably just going to have to be just either a rehash of Injustice One, or they could like fuck around with it. Because, like, there is a lot of Injustice content out there. Those comics went on way longer than they had to go, and <laughs> did a lot more than they had to do. Like, and and has no right to be as good as they are. So it's going to be really strange, interesting to see what they do with it, whether or not it's, like, a continuation of the story or, you know, just a reinterpretation of the story. But, yes, we are getting an Injustice uh, an injustice TV show, um, not TV show, a um, movie, animated. Yeah, I'm pretty that, stoked I'm, to see that. I'm, I'm pretty interested in that one. I want to see who they get for, like, the voice cast, because, like, who they had for the, the oh, games just, were pretty uh, good. I know some of the characters did change actors along the way. Like, I know for a fact uh, Green Lantern was a different actor in the second game i think he went from like stephen baldwin to uh it was, it no, was, adam it, yeah. baldwin it was adam yeah, baldwin he, the guy from firefly and then, then it became he steve was, bloom yeah steve bloom uh i think like flash went from like neil mcdonough to uh talus and jaffe yeah so question of like who are you gonna use for the movie so and why are, s- why is it just the people from the games because most of them were perfect 
I would assume maybe probably just like what mainly what they did with the game was you know just reuse a lot of the DCAU cast, which is pretty much what they yeah, did that's there. True. Kevin they Conroy, they George like... Newbern. Uh, they could also do like so. There are a lot of people who have been playing like uh, the superheroes across like the new anime movies. Like they can get Darren Chris back with Superman. He played him in the new movie. Uh, I I haven't watched the new Justice League World War Two or Justice Society World War Two movie yet. So I'm not sure who's in that yet, but I'm pretty sure they'll probably just get Tara Strong for Harley because that's like that's probably like the go-to choice. Yeah, she's you know, she's the, pr- the pretty easy go-to for Harley Quinn now. Yeah, Arkham yeah. City gave her a whole new lease on character. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, like she wasn't. It's not like she was really struggling for work anyway. She's terrible, fucking strong. Yeah, right. She has incredible yeah. hot mom energy. So it's, <laughs> it's it's very it's gonna be very interesting seeing where they go with this. Um, I know they announced two other things too coming to HBO Max. Um, one is a new Batman animated series. Come, uh, it's going to be worked on by Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams along with uh, Bruce Timm. So the guy from the animated series working with the guy making the Batman movie, working alongside J.J. Abrams to make a new Batman show exclusive to HBO Max. I'll like re- reinterpret the Batman universe. And everything I'm excited for is a new Superman animated show, which is going to be going to, it's going to be like a, a more like lighthearted kids show where it's like, did you post about that today on Facebook? Yes, I, Yes, I did. It's called My Adventures of Superman. It's like Superman's early years and shit. It's going to be like just like a comedy, like fun series and shit. I'm very excited for that one. But yeah, lots of like interesting DC shit coming down the pipeline. I got to get back into watching Doom Patrol. That show was so I, good. Yeah, Doom, I, Doom Patrol is one of the fucking goat shows, man. That, that show had no reason to be that good. I haven't done a whole lot with like HBO Max. I don't think I stole anybody's HBO Max account yet. I, think uh, I gave it to you so you could watch I don't know something. if I've used it. I'm not sure yet. I gotta double wow. check. I know I know, I know I right you would have had to have used it to watch Mortal Kombat. Then yeah, I've definitely I've definitely got <laughs> yeah. it. Did I steal yours or Tyler's? No, Tyler's using mine, so you stole mine. Then yeah, it was definitely yours. Sick. <laughs> yeah, my account my account um, name on Malik's HBO Max, everybody, is the one and only uh beautiful, beautiful man, Brendan Fraser himself. You asked me <laughs> for several months. Malik, can I make a profile? I'm like, no. Malik, can I make a profile? No, no, no. And you kept asking me. I'm like, no, what? Fucking go ahead, Tyler. Make no, a profile. No, you're, you're, you're I... way underselling this. So basically what happened was, yes, I did nag Malik a lot to make my own separate profile on it. I've gone to the lengths of saying, like, why do these people, like, get to, why does another person get to add on? And he goes, I, I don't know, Tyler. Have we made out? And I was like, I mean, we we could. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's how much I wanted this account. And then I finally stopped asking about it. He gets on HBO Max one night when we were on Xbox. And he just goes, you know what, Tyler? You can make a profile. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And you didn't even have to fucking make out with him. Exactly. Although that and- offer's still on the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I boot up HBO Max one day. I'm like, okay, there's me. Who the fuck is B for Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, when I fired up the app so that I could watch, because I used it for uh, – Godzilla versus Kong and for Mortal Kombat. So when I fired it up the first time, I just started laughing. And I was like, I fucking forgot. <laughs> Tyler named himself Brendan Fraser on here. <laughs> yes, I did. It's all good. If you go on Tyler's fucking um, stars account, you'll see Tyler, um, A. Hitler, PewDiePie, and Biggie Cheese. <laughs> 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 to be to be fair everybody malik decided to get some revenge although i don't see it as revenge because that just, it's just like way worse than what i wanted to i went i went to was uh he put pewdiepie and he put a hitler uh i had by myself had already put my, listed myself as biggie cheese because that's just <laughs> fucking hilarious but like yeah i don't i don't, I don't know how that was revenge 
You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna out Tyler. Let's see what Tyler's been watching on HBO Max. Let's 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 take a look at this. A lot of Godzilla. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'll tell you that. that right now. It's a lot of Godzilla. We got the Amazing World of Gumball, Craig in the Creek, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, the episode of South Park where Cartman frees himself to get a Wii. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a episode. it's go god go that episode's a classic fucking otters are atheists and they're <laughs> alive that's it that's all you need you have otters you're, you were watching the oh my god you're watching one of my favorite gumbo episodes the fucking awkward hot dog yes <laughs> uh, i think i was uh, there for that that's fucking awesome and you're watching yeah the you billy were the billy and mandy episode with the fucking druid that, that had to get shot of the tree yeah and, and you watch Ghidorah the three-headed monster Yes. Well, there you go. That's which that's still has one of my favorite moments in in Godzilla movie history. It's where uh, Mothra comes up to Godzilla and Rodan, and it's just weird <laughs> because it's like th- those two. Yeah, everybody for everybody that doesn't know when we were uh, one day I was sitting at my dad's and I was watching King of the Monsters last year, and uh, I just randomly decided that Rodan was going to be this character that nobody wants to deal with, and so from here on out. We, anytime, anytime Rodan comes on screen, I just go, "It is I, Rodan." <laughs> and I, I just really attach to that. So now every time I talk about him, my my dad has had to deal with this pretty much every time we watch King of the Monsters. <laughs> is as soon as he's on screen, it's just me going, "Ha ha, Rodan." <laughs> my favorite bit of that is when Rodan gets taken underwater, and Tyler goes, "It is I, Rodan." <laughs> Also, can we talk about? I don't. I'm very curious. What well, I should kind probably person... finish what I was gonna say first. Oh, uh, no, sorry, go ahead. Tyler. Yeah. So my favorite scene from Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster is Mothra is talking to Godzilla and Rodan, saying that they should all work together to stop Ghidorah. And Godzilla and Rodan are like, "Why should we help out the humans on Earth? They bully us." And I'm like, "Are, are you serious? You? They bully you? You come in just destroy Japan for no fucking reason, and they bully you." <laughs> But aside from that, they're like, no, we're not going to work together. We're not going to work together. We're not going to help him. So Mothra's like, all right, I'll go. I'll go fight him myself. And then basically, like, you know, runs away, gets his fucking her ass beat by Ghidorah. And Godzilla just turns around a mountain as if he's looking like just the way it looks in my head. It went it went like Godzilla's like, hey, Mothra, I was thinking about what you said. And what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to I'm very curious what kind of person HBO Max thinks tyler is because like the stuff it's suggesting to you tyler is so weird because hbo max is suggesting for you ponyo my neighbor totoro yeah spirited away uh the snyder cut <laughs> yeah i don't get that either like Space i was curious Jam. i was curious about that myself because like i do like spirited away but like that's probably the closest i get to studio ghibli movies like other than that, I like Ponyo, My Neighbor Totoro, and the Snyder Cut. I would have no interest in either of them. <laughs> well, here's here's probably what part of it is with the the Godzilla movies that you're watching. Is it in like Japanese? Some are in Japanese. Some are. I think the only one that got dubbed for English so far was King Kong versus Godzilla. So probably what it is is it's understanding that you're 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 kind of consuming a lot of Japanese media. So it's like. Well, he'll probably want to watch this as well. So let's just go with like some of the most highly rated Japanese media we have on the platform. <laughs> he probably wants to check it out. I do really like Spirited Away, to be honest. I haven't seen that movie since I was young, but I do really like that movie a lot. Can we also say it's also suggesting the cinematic masterpiece that is Over the Hedge? 
<laughs> What's wrong with Over the Hedge? Over the Hedge is a really I, good movie. I just said it's a cinematic masterpiece. I don't know. It sounded, the way you say it, it sounded like it was sarcastic. I'm like, I will not have this Over the Hedge slander <laughs> on not my podcast. It's actually really funny because when I first pitched uh, that we watch Over the Edge, the movie from the 70s, um, Malik thought I was talking about that movie and he's like, I've already <laughs> seen that movie. And I was like, no, it's Over the Edge. And I was like, what? So you don't, it's not going to have a squirrel get upset over a cookie and William Shatner playing a possum? No, a kid's going to get shot. <laughs> no, a kid's going to get shot and it's going to be Matt Damon. Or Matt, uh, Matt Dillon, my bad. Matt Dillon, Matt oh, Dillon. The, the other, the other Matt. Yeah, oh <laughs> the other God. Matt. Some you may say what, the less successful Matt. You know what? We know what movies kind of feel like ahead of its time. What? Flushed away. Oh my God, that movie is a classic. I love Flushed Away. I feel like if it, I feel like if it came out like a few years later, it would have much like Mega Mind. A lot of people say it would have been like way bigger of a hit. I still love Flushed Away to this day. Megamind's a classic, too. Honestly, I don't know if I've fully seen Flushed Away. I know I've seen Megamind, like, six or seven times, because that yeah. movie's a fucking treasure. <laughs> Huzzah. I, I, don't know, I, I, I don't know if this has been talked about yet, but I believe Tyler and I went to see Megamind. We did. We went theater. to go see it in theaters. And I, I, did, we're, did we see it in, like, 3D IMAX? Because I remember there was a moment in particular where... Metro Man shows up and he's doing his big like press conference and he's talking about something and some guy in the background just goes, I love you Metro Man! And he's like, I love you too, random citizen. Yeah, we both thought it was somebody in the audience. (laughs) Like the surround sound kicked in on the I love you Metro Man, so it sounded like just some dude in the back of the theater started (laughs) screaming and me and Tyler both turned around and then we got very concerned when the movie character responded to him. (laughs) I was just like, this movie's in, like, fucking 4D. Like, the technology's great. I know. Yeah, we did go to see that in 3D. That was, like, some of the best 3D I've seen in years at that point. Going back to Tyler's... Sorry, keep going. It's your podcast. I'm just a guest. (laughs) Going back to Tyler's HBO Max shenanigans. I just want to point this out, this thing Tyler did. Tyler added... He went onto my profile and added every single Alpha and Omega movie (laughs) to my (laughs) TikTok. And I'm like, why? And I was like, just because just, just I choose chaos or something. Like, what? Yeah. I woke up today and I chose anarchy. Just added every single Alpha and Omega movie to my two watch list. I'm like, why are these here? That's such a random assortment of shit that I just added. Like, I just really wanted list. you to watch this movie about wolves. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah that was some nonsense. Oh, that's your life, though, Tyler. Your I know. Life just like a, a parade of nonsense yeah nobody asked me how i became a manager <laughs> You're like, i can't answer that with a straight face <laughs> right, i should say i can't answer that confidently <laughs> I I should, how felt. did you become a manager i luck, <laughs> like, yeah, luck. <laughs> it certainly wasn't all for my skills i mean you you're better than the, the other guy we know yeah. who we're talking about i'm not going to name uh... any names no, nah, I do. I do pretty. I'm being company secrets. <laughs> I take my yeah. job very seriously, everybody. I was only kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I'm speaking from the slightly jaded perspective of a man who used to work for GameStop and had that will to live slowly beaten out of him over the course of three years. <laughs> it was mostly the last six months. 
where I, I wanted to walk into oncoming traffic, and then I left, and that was great. I can't wait until the edited version of this podcast. I was like, well, I can't have him talking about my company this year. A man who went through GameStop and had a great time and <laughs> left on amicable terms. And like, yeah, do, like you to, do you want me to like, record like, sound bites for you? So you can, like, <laughs> I'm actually, I actually wasn't going to do that. As long no, as everybody knows that I myself do not speak on behalf of the company. I'm going to repeat that once again. I did that before in a previous podcast, but I'm doing it again. I do not speak on behalf of the company. Then we're totally it's always fine. good. Distance <laughs> yourself from it. Oh, you, know, you know what we should binge through, guys? Fucking Chowder. <laughs> Why good not? Why are we not doing that as we speak? <laughs> because we're doing that... a podcast. <laughs> I haven't I just... seen Chowder in so fucking long. It was funny because I actually just got random YouTube recommendations to watch clips from Chowder today. Uh, dude, it's all on HBO Max. Sick. Dude, and one of HBO- my, like, it's amazing how many of that, of just Chowder became, like, a meme. My first favorite That's was like, true. no, my favorite being, no Chowder, please, no Chowder, pretty please. What the? <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to be that funny. I'm a big fan of the, the fucking, the gif of Chowder just looking very angry and holding up the Comedy Gold book. Comedy Gold! <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that makes me happy. That's yeah. how I see this podcast. my handwriting tragic. He's always giving me compliments like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see this podcast. Malik likes to read a lot. I think he's just reading from Comedy Gold. <laughs> Good. I love the one That's where I'm, uh, fuck, I forgot. Fuck, oh, no, I forgot. I forgot which one I was going to fucking mention. Oh, no, it's when fucking Mung is trying to win the fucking medals at, the, like, the Apprentice Games, and they need, like, a partner, and he's, like, holding, like, please, take him! He's housebroken, I swear! <laughs> <laughs> that, and when Chowder gets the fucking cream puff in his hand, he's, like, helping the world, and he tries to get more in his hands, and Mung's like, no! He's like, I want to help the world! <laughs> <laughs> My one, my one line that I always seem to quote is the three hundred dollars. That's outrageous. Oh my god! Why is it there? I know. <laughs> oh my god! Remember the bit where they lost their animation because they spent all their money? Yeah. In a booth, <laughs> and they all do a car wash. Oh hey, the new Adventure Time Distant Land is up too. Uh, uh, Jake and Finn special. I love how this whole podcast Malik's just scrolling through HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like I'm nice trying to, to like Malik is I, super invested in what's going on in the podcast I that he care, helped co-found. But like I'm also trying to find like dirt on Tyler's HBO Max. There's no dirt. I watch Godzilla movies and cartoons. That's it. Right. <laughs> why is this, why is it suggesting so much anime, you fucking weeb? Because he watches a bunch actually... of Godzilla movies that are made in Japan, you dingus. Yeah, I was gonna say the only anime boundaries that I step into is is Dragon Ball, Digimon, and Yu-Gi-Oh. That's about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Digimon. The the American Triforce. Yes, exactly. We have, we have the 50% of the entire Digimon fandom on this podcast with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Everybody, the other two of you are out there. I know it. Everybody listening out there, I just want you to know Edamon is the best Digimon in the world. <laughs> Edamon is the greatest, and it's Richard Epcar doing a really fucking weird Elvis impression. <laughs> yeah, the voice of Yami Yugi is fucking Edamon doing an Elvis no, wait, impression. No, whoa, 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 back that wait, up. I thought he was. I thought he was the voice of Yami, wasn't he? No, Who Yami Yugi's Dan Green. Dan Richard Green. Richard Epcar oh, voices shit. like joker and fucking raiden in the mortal Kombat games that's what i was thinking uh fuck he's also uh for those of you who are uh shitty weebs like i am he is uh old joseph joestar in the english dub of part three of jojo 
I, I still, I still gotta continue my JoJo. Yeah, story. fucking catch up on that shit. There's a bunch of weird shit that I need to talk to I you about. I watched a man <laughs> jump into a horse's neck hole. All right, that was like give six me fucking ago. time. Get over it. Give me time. <laughs> it was six months ago. Jesus. Move on. I Honestly, you can just go to r slash watch people die and you'll be all right. Whoa, <laughs> Tyler. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why are you? Why are you suggesting that? I only know about it because it's super mega. <laughs> That that honestly, right. you know what that tracks exactly no but like why are you suggesting it i don't know sometimes people want to watch people die no they, they don't their own. yeah they do no, what Molly, yeah, they Molly, do. seriously you cannot act like there isn't a percentage of the human race that wouldn't willingly go to r slash watch people die <laughs> yeah i don't trust that percentage i don't say you have to trust them i'm just saying like you you need to acknowledge they exist can't just act like it's this weird, like, no, this is something that Tyler just made up off the top of his head. Yeah, no, it's a legit there. thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They're in their own circle. I said, I said chicken strip sandwich. I feel like fucking coming up now. <laughs> <laughs> you said come. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh uh, I also want to shout this out. Uh, today is the birthday of Revenge of the Sith, so... uh High ground society, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of like giving respect out to the memes. That that ah, movie fucking Revenge us. of the Sith, what a good yeah. movie! <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, the tolerable prequel movie, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> fucking yeah. one of my things that I was just talking about with Malik the other day when we were talking about uh the prequels is uh, like the fact that in episode two, Anakin just became a Shakespearean poet. <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm just like i have been kiss. yeah i'm haunted by the kiss that you should have never have given me if you're feeling the way i do please say something if you're suffering as much as i am please, please say <laughs> the thought of not being with you i can't breathe <laughs> dude fucking okay so i've talked about this before um i am a fan of this youtube theater group called star kid yeah they did a Star Wars show called Annie, a uh, Star Wars musical. And one of the songs in there is called Haunted by the Kiss. And it is a fucking love ballad of all of Anakin's worst lines from episode <laughs> two. And it's the best song in the show. It's fucking incredible. It's a love song between Jeffrey Tarkin and Emily the Stormtrooper. <laughs> I was, I just told Tyler too. I picked up because uh, it's not only is it Revenge of the Sith's birthday, but also uh, the Phantom Menace came out on the same day. Like they released on the same day, just different years. And I actually got um, the new Padme book. Well, not the new one. It came out a few, like maybe one or two years ago. And it's like the entirety of Phantom Menace from Padme's point of view. So like it's just like weirdly like uncomfortable when it gets to the Anakin scenes. She's like, if he's nine, he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was describing that to me right before we started recording and i i almost like took what he said differently because he was like he was like the first shot is padme dressed up as queen amidala and like you know or get up and stuff like that and it looks really cool and then he goes and the second picture i, I forget how you worded it I said, like, it's her up against the, na the Naboo oh, yeah. wall from the You said it's, uh, it's her up against the Naboo, but I thought you said it was her up against the wall. And I was like, damn, that was fucking quick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, Anakin works fast. No. <laughs> Are, Are you, you an angel? <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm actually, you're, you'll actually probably be interested in the third book, Tyler, because it's, uh, it's her being a senator during the Clone Wars, which will be coming out this year. 
Oh, you mean when she got pushed out of an LAAT? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With one clone trooper. <laughs> I love she gave him commands, too. He has no reason to take orders from her. I know. She's Absolutely like, no, we can no do reason. They're like, excuse me, miss. I'm the one with the fucking DCAT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. But, uh, yeah, no, like, it's, I think it's like her, like, you know, remember, like, it, like during the Clone Wars show, you know, how she's trying to stop that clone bill from passing? Oh, yeah. To, like, stop the war and shit, you know, trying to, like, actually bring peace to the galaxy. Yeah. You know, but all for nothing. Is right over my head because I suffered from Star Wars burnout real fucking hard. So I did not keep up with any of, like, the side stories or any of the, the aftercare or the extra fucking the holiday special. Wookiee <laughs> <laughs> oh, Life Day celebrations and all that and, shit. And, you know, that's totally, that's totally fine. My thing is that, like, I'm not, I don't read, I don't go out of my way to read the side stuff, but I hear a lot about it from Malik, and it really does add to the story of Star Wars, like the yeah, overall like- story. Me, it also like, gives I characters have... who felt a little bit wasted, like it, it gives them more purpose. Yeah, like I, 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 as I say this right now, I had no life in middle school and high school. I read every comic, every novel, <laughs> every show, because like that was just me. So like, I will literally never suffer from burnout. But like, it's just like to this point where it's like it's just so much more content now. It's like, hey, I think like even like fucking like CM Punk went like, yeah fuck burnout this is the fucking best like, of all this <laughs> yeah, content. And, and that's that's fine like if you're someone who's like super deep into star wars having that much content has to be like a fucking that's like nirvana for you because it's yeah. like you have like tyler was just saying it adds to the story and like you get all these characters that maybe didn't get the best shine in the movies if they existed at all in the movies and now they have like more stuff to do and they're given like this more fleshed out story to them it's so if wild you're, like me and you already think there's just a little too much Star Wars just in the movies. <laughs> Having all this other shit is just like, okay, I need time away from you. It's yeah. so weird, too, because, like, there's so many different fandoms in that state right now where there's this such a plethora of content, be it Marvel, pro wrestling, uh, Star Wars, and just other stuff in, like, you know, Disney content and everything. Like, yeah. It's and wild. That's me, like, like, in... You, you mentioned both Marvel and uh, and wrestling. Like, again, I don't have time to go out and get, like, comics every fucking week or even month at this point. Um, I'm, not, I'm not kept up to date on the comics. But as it pertains to the movies, I have seen all that shit. I've watched the Disney Plus shows. I'm going to tolerate the Owen Wilson for Loki. Fucking. <laughs> That's a big it. step like, for you, too. It's a huge step for me. That's a like many me and Adam, everybody out there, me and Adam are the dynamic duo of he is, he absolutely hates Owen Wilson and I don't like Vince Vaughn. So equally together, we cannot watch the wedding crashers ever. <laughs> the two of us, we will not watch wedding crashers. We won't watch. I think it was the intern that they did together for yeah. the fucking Google movie. We won't watch that one. The best scene for me, the most cathartic scene in any movie was in Cable Guy when Jim Carrey just kicks Owen Wilson's ass in a bathroom. It was the <laughs> best. I just, oh, I, 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 there have been many times where I was like, God, I wish I was Jim Carrey. I never wanted to be Jim Carrey more than I wanted to be Jim Carrey in that bathroom scene. <laughs> can I, can I, I, I just want to add something here because I just totally thought about this. You legitimately wrote a college-level essay on why the penny is fucking useless. And didn't you get, like, a good grade on that or something? Yeah, so the way that this worked out, I, when I was in... 
when I was in, at the Art Institute, um, one of my classes, it was like a creative writing. It was like supposed to help you. It was pitched to me because I went there for like digital film and video production. And I was given this like creative writing course as a part of like, this will help you with like, if you need to write out a script or anything like that. Um, so she wanted us to write a persuasive essay. And she gave us all the rules for a persuasive essay. It's like, you have to stay on topic. You have to do this, that, and the other. Like she gave you all the rules of it. And then she told you what not to do. It was like, you're not allowed to swear. You're not allowed to ramble on. You can't switch to different topics. You can't do this, that, and the other. Like there was a bunch of stuff that you weren't allowed to do. And she said, your homework assignment for the night is to do all the things I just told you you're not allowed to do. I want you to get it all out of your system right now so it doesn't work its way into your persuasive essay. Don't cite any sources. Do not, like, all of your arguments are going to be purely subjective. I don't want any facts. I want nothing like that. So I was like, <laughs> I can do this. I can make that work. So I wrote a page and a half rant about how I think pennies are useless. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares about pennies. Like, you just don't. I, you can tell me that you care about pennies and you're a fucking liar because you don't. <laughs> like, all prices should end in a five or a zero. There's no need for all this other, like, single cent bullshit. You just don't need it. Like, you just don't. <laughs> I love that so much. And the reason I brought it up is because I believe you also did an essay on why you hate Owen Wilson, right? I did. No, so, you're, so what happened was I started talking about how uh, Abraham Lincoln was turning over in his grave at the shame he felt from being the guy who got stuck on being on the penny. If you're going to have a useless <laughs> coin, you should have a useless person on there. Like Owen Wilson. Seriously. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Like I went on a whole like extra half a page just ranting about Owen Wilson. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. I then, I later in the year found out she saved a copy of that rant and she uses it as an example for what she's <laughs> looking for in that assignment. That's fantastic. So I have a weird, like kind of similar story in that vein, which like kind of embarrasses me. Like back in like 2009, eight, 2010 ish. I was in seven. I was in seventh grade around that time. I think, <laughs> Uh, and I was like, everyone, and everyone knows me. Like I am an Assassin's Creed mega fan. I've been playing Assassin's Creed since like 2000, since I shouldn't have been playing Assassin's Creed in 2007. And Assass I played Assassin's Creed 2 like every day. Like I would literally beat the game and start it over immediately. Cause I loved it so much. And I, and for our English class, we had to like recite, we had to like write in like essay and like, we're telling a story and and then we had to record our voices saying like reading out the story as a dumb kid in middle school i thought i'll write about that time i did the final boss mission in assassin's creed 2 <laughs> and somehow i was the best fucking one because i was so into my goddamn story <laughs> to the point where she then used me for the other class's example it's like he's talking about something i don't understand but it's really good <laughs> see the thing is that everybody has that one nonsense essay that they've written i feel like i i know mine is oh you're we supposed to write a mystery story and I literally re reworked an entire story from Ace Attorney and threw it as my mystery story. <laughs> Adam, has, Adam's seen that, and it's it, like looking back on it, it's so full of grammatical errors and like it just, really was. There was, was a bad. lot of like, grammar issues, but it, it was it worked for the 
the the purposes of the the essay. Yeah, but there was one I remember. We had uh, like the the year in high school when we had our our media class. Uh, it was me and a mutual friend of ours. We were we were just making a bunch of like videos and near the like the second half of the year. But at the same time, in his English class, he also had an assignment where it was like here are a bunch of different like uh like track like different shot lists and stuff like that it was like a panning shot and a tracking shot and all that shit yeah uh, and you had to make a video that utilized all of those shots um and most people just did like okay this is what a pan shot is this is what a zoom in is <laughs> i am now tilting up like that's all anybody did yeah this guy wrote a script and wrote like a whole like three stooges skit yeah that uh, just got brought back up today yeah too. yeah because I, I i rewatched that and it was me tyler and our mutual friend did like a whole three stooges skit and that wound up being the best received video because he utilized every shot that he was supposed to use but it also had a whole story arc to it where it was like an actual video and it wasn't just like a fucking shot list essentially yeah that video is still up on youtube if anybody wants to watch it it's uh i believe it's under smoking skull productions right it is yeah that was our super cool thought it was awesome production name it's very stone our dead youtube channel <laughs> but yeah anybody wants to check out that three stooges video it's up on smoking skull productions on youtube if you want to take a look it's actually real. i think i still look back on that with fondness i remember filming it it was fun yeah, it's uh, and a, it just it's going back little, and watching it, you laugh at it, you know. It's a it's a little hokey, um, obviously, but like I mean, some of the sound effects don't quite go off the way that they're supposed to. But yeah, we had fun with it. It was a good time. We were in high school. Yeah, um, it wasn't like obviously to, it wasn't like the best thing ever. But like, yeah, you know, there there was a few there was a few foul ups. Like, you know, there was there was points where like we we were doing some things that some of us were a little bit afraid to do. Um, like I remember specifically, you were afraid of the shaving scene uh because you were you were afraid that our friend was going to get a little too close to the face yeah the no what i was what i because i didn't clock that he was going to do it like not an idiot um so i was <laughs> like so he's basically just going to take a shaving razor and just drag it across my face forgetting for a moment that shaving razors have like caps on them that you put on when you're not using them yeah. So I thought he was going to take like a full shaving razor and just start dragging it across <laughs> bare cheeks. And I'm like, oh wait, no, he's not an idiot. <laughs> That's right. We um, also had we also had an accident in there where yeah. your face got put into cereal and one of them jabbed you in the eye. No, 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 no. The the cereal went off fine. What happened was that we were going to do like the classic bit where it was uh, Mo tells Curly to pick two fingers and Curly picks two of them and he pokes them in the eye. Oh, I thought the cereal jabbed what, you in the eye. No, the cereal was fine. Oh. What actually happened was I picked the two fingers and I was like, oh, I, di I did the whole bit where like he doesn't pick the index in the middle and he's like really proud of himself because he's like, ha ha ha, I got past you. And then he pokes him in the eye that uh, with those. Um, our friend jabbed his index finger into my right <laughs> eye. Oh, for real. God. Um, Jesus. He didn't mean to, but sometimes accidents happen on set and you yeah. got to power through. Times that was happen. the take we used because it looked the best because he actually got me the eye. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite fuck ups on the, on the recording is we were all, we were, 
there was a shot from my from my hallway, and all of us were gonna take off our pajamas, <laughs> and we had clothes underneath, and it took me fucking ages to get mine off. <laughs> you were really fighting with that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, but yeah, we had we had some stuff. It was really funny. Like I wasn't thinking about it that day, but when I used to have a Three Stooges t-shirt, and I wore it for my pajamas in the video, and there's a moment where the three of us go into the bathroom to like do like our morning routine. And if you look at the shirt I'm wearing, we're lined up in the same order that they are on the shirt. And I was like, we didn't plan this. This is just kind of how it turned out. But I was really happy with it. Yeah, I wrote it was a awesome. joke for it. I was really happy. I was really that? proud of the joke I wrote. It's just a Three Stooges spoof. spoof. I, I think, I don't remember exactly what it's labeled as. It was but, labeled uh, as like the Three Stooges of Archbishop Ryan because that was the high school we went to. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Um... But yeah, you can check that out if you want to. And if you wanted to check out any of the other videos on there, uh, check out Omelette du Fromage, Electric Boogaloo, uh, and yeah, nothing else. <laughs> the rest of it's pretty cringy. I'm going I'm to leave a mean comment under this now. <laughs> Holy you shit, guys you can, guys! Uh, you guys can also yes. check out the newscast that we did for a school oh, club that boy, I got that involved newscast. in. It's so funny because I kept fucking up my lines on the last bit of my uh, segment. And I love how Malik's watching the video right now as we speak. No, but... I'm not, I paused it, but like, you guys have like 6,800 views on this thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, like I was saying, we're, we're doing the newscast Sorry, and I was supposed to be 8, the, I was supposed to be the field reporter. And at the end, I was supposed to give this little like spiel at the end about the muffin man killer and i just could not for the life of me get this down so we wrote it down on a piece of paper and you can clearly see me just reading from this piece of paper and they actually implemented that into a joke on the newscast so that newscast the way that that was shot for that media class was everything was done like it was a real newscast so every all the clips all the audio cues everything that went up was done in real time so that was all done live. And what wound up happening was we had a, one of our group did a traffic report and it was also our sportscaster. So we shot the bit where he was supposed to run out and do the traffic report by itself. We shot the weather report by itself and we shot Tyler's field reporting by itself. Um, the field reporting audio is fucking abysmal because it was shot in a busy high school hallway on a flip camera. <laughs> um, but then there's a lot of like errors in there like the weather report the audio doesn't clue up right away uh at the end of the intro it cuts to a clip of tyler walking into the cafeteria before it goes right into the newscast but all of it kind of worked out because we were a newscast that was kind of falling apart as it was happening. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, like, we pointed out the fact that we were understaffed, so we had to use the sportscaster as the traffic report. We talked about how Tyler was just reading from a prompt. <laughs> um, we had uh, our one friend dropped uh, the fact that he was basically getting shit-faced on set. We, we had a lot of stuff of that, and for the scene that Tyler was talking about where it's clear he's just reading off a script, if you look in the background... <laughs> You can see me getting changed. <laughs> I'm just, we were just doing it in like the principal's office. So I'm just like, we, we needed to get out of the hallway so that I could get back into my regular school uniform. And you can see me like undoing my shirt. Scene. And I look directly at the camera. <laughs> like, everything was falling apart in the best way possible. 
<laughs> that was fun to film. There, there's a lot of uh, there's there's I have a lot of fond memories of a lot of it, but like watching some of that stuff back, it's really fucking cringy now. <laughs> but I'm I'm proud of a Stooges video. I'm actually proud of a newscast, despite all the myriad issues that there are with that video. <laughs> so, um, we did like a fucking Spider-Man video that I hate now. Eh, happens. So, yeah, I I can't I can't stand the sight of that video anymore. Like I refuse to watch it. So talking about this kind of stuff, me and Tyler were talking about this the other night. Um, and Tyler said that uh, um, Filthy Frank, anything reviews guy, they used to be like the kings of YouTube. It was Filthy Frank, iDubs, uh, anything for views, and Max Mofo. I feel like you're a little bit more plugged into the YouTube scene than either me and Tyler. I'm not sure about that, but it feels like it, Adam. So like, who do you feel is like the actual like king of YouTube content nowadays? I mean that's that's an interesting like question because a lot of a lot of YouTube content now is like re-uploads from Twitch because like mm. Twitch is really kind of starting to take off. I mean it's I'm saying that like it's a brand new fucking phenomenon, but like <laughs> Twitch has been around for years. Yeah. But a lot of YouTube now is re-uploads of live streams off of Twitch. But if we're going for like strictly YouTube-related content, uh, Jack's Films is still going off daily. Um. Critical is still constantly uploading stuff, and he's yeah. one of the most unproblematic human beings that has ever <laughs> existed. Critical is just a wonderful, wholesome man who now does tier lists and once won a game of chess against a pro in six moves. <laughs> um, and he's actually where I got a line because Malik, I don't, I, Malik and I have talked about this a little bit. I have said that I don't really fully know how to play chess um i've never like actively sat down and learned how to play chess um and critical did a video where he went up against like a chess pro in like a huge tournament for like chess.com and he basically he looked into this pro and was like okay well this guy usually starts with like the it was like what the fuck is it called it's like the scottish start or something like that um so he was banking on him doing that, and because he saw that he did it, he basically had the perfect counterplay and beat him in six moves. And he was muted for most of his celebration, and they were like, hang on, we're going to listen in to Charlie now and see what uh, how he feels. He's like, he told me that he was going to start on, this, on the fucking, on the Scottish, and he did it. And he did it, and I had a perfect counter move. I just walked up to him, and I slapped my dick on the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> so Malik started saying he's like i'm gonna teach you how to play chess because i have a bunch of chess sets so i'll i'll show you how the game works i'm like yeah i'll be fine and he's like what's gonna happen on the day that you beat me and i was like oh well basically i'm just gonna start teabagging your chess board so please (laughs) use a set you don't care about because i promise you that will happen i used man i used to have the harry potter chess set but they gave it to me when i was way too young so i lost all the pieces to it i used to have a glass chess set i think i might (gasps) still have it same i don't know where it is same. It got like it kind of it got kind of lost as I moved houses. Um, I have two chess sets. One's really weird, and one I still really like. I have the Fallout chess set. Then I have the fucking Michael Bay Transformers chess set. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it's really so funny too because Tyler and I are both huge Transformers fans. So Malik dropped. He's like, "Yeah, I have Transformers chess," and we were both like, "Oh wow, that's really awesome!" And I was like, "What? Which one?" And he was like, "I don't really remember. I think it's just called like the Transformers chess." So we Googled it. And we pulled up a picture of a couple of them, and then he was like, oh, it's that one. And he points at the one that's from the Michael Bay movies. And me and Tyler were just like, 
Aww. <laughs> it's not it's not like a bad set too. It's still worth quite a lot of money too. People are still selling it for a quite a bit. It's yeah. just like it's just, So are Bayverse figures. Like Bayverse figures are like whether you whether you like the Bay like the Bayverse movies or not, Bayverse figures themselves are still pretty decent. Yeah, that's like, the, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I never bought a Bayverse figure. Like I have a couple yeah. of them like in my collection. It's the majority of them are not my cup of tea in terms of Transformers collecting, but I will go out on a limb and say that there are a few that I do enjoy and a few that I would buy. Yeah, he made one tolerable movie. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one was really good. The second one happened. The third See, one stand- I actively hated. <laughs> um the the fourth one with Marky Mark. I think I was just so charmed by the fact that it wasn't Shia LaBeouf and also Grimlock was there wrecking shit yeah. that I was very happy with the fourth one. And the last night caused me physical pain and not only was a slap in the face to Transformers lore, it was a slap in the face to Arthurian legend. Yes. <laughs> See, it's so weird that you describe the first one as tolerable. My standard for tolerable from a live-action Transformers movie really changed when I watched Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee I'm like, was the transformers movie as oh, far so as good. i'm concerned so good that and the 86 movie are just still oh, so like good. let's just let's not even talk about that one that is in a that is god tier that is in a <laughs> league of its own i was talking to tyler man what if we grew up as like kids of the 80s and i like tyler and like tyler would have been like in a catatonic state because he had to, he would have went into the theater and not known optimus prime's death was coming even knowing that optimus was gonna die in that movie like me and adam watched it together and i didn't feel right for a good week <laughs> because of it dude it did the scene is handled so well like exactly I'm like, it's I'm not just him that dies it's the majority of season one's <laughs> cast like dies in that one's movie. entire life season one and two. Cast basically fucking eats shit in the beginning of that movie yeah and optimus prime is just the one that they linger on the most like you don't feel okay after you see that scene i know. You just don't you know what I imagine? Like, in an alternate reality, when we are all kids of the 80s, and we're in the theater watching Transformers, fucking Optimus dies, and he's here from the theater. What the fuck? <laughs> you just, it just, like, you get that dramatic scene where it's, like, somebody's, like, has, like, a camera out, and they're, like, going, like, through the fan reactions just to show you what a powerful moment this is, and Tyler and I are just fucking openly weeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, no, no. I died for our sins. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, like, what is like the best Bayverse design? The best Bayverse design. That's interesting, actually. Um, that's good, yeah, yeah it's a... a tough choice to be honest with you. There's some really good ones. I like. I personally like Hound's design. I, I Hound like, does have a really cool design. Just um, the fucking metallic beard, like, is really cool. <laughs> and the cigar, I think, is really cool. Like, he's a giant robot. What cigar is he going to be fucking smoking? It's just a bullet <laughs> shell that's on fire. But um, because a lot honestly, I do really like it. It does not hold a candle to his original. I'm gonna like that's obvious. It goes without saying. I actually do really like movie Ironhide. Um, I think movie Ironhide looks cool. Fucking sweet. He's just like a Ford GMC tank or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ironhide's uh, design's really cool. Optimus is pretty decent. It, yeah, because um, it's impossible to fuck. It's just Optimus. <laughs> The only thing I didn't like about Optimus was the mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah they needed to have that faceplate on for more of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want to talk about the worst Bayverse designs, it's probably fucking Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher, oh my god. Uh, or was and, it Bone Crusher or Demolisher? Uh, which, what did he turn into? 
he was the one. Was the one he, he, he was, was the one, one that's like, he had like a wheel at the bottom, right? Sorry. Yeah, the fucking stupid one who was like two giant wheels. Yeah, that, that was Demolisher. I bl- I'm pretty sure so, Bone Crusher was a, cr- a truck. He was a construction think, vehicle. Yeah, Bone Crusher was a construction. I think he was, yeah, he he was a construction vehicle of some kind. He was fine. Um, But yeah, Demolisher was garbage tier. Um, Starscream's design made me so angry. <laughs> oh, I was furious when I saw Starscream's design. I'm like, what the hell is this weird chicken monster? Where's my boy? Where's my boy Starscream? Look at how they massacred my boy. Fucking Frenzy was a horrible design. There there were a lot of horrible designs. There were also a lot Rad. of horrible characters like Skids and Mudflap. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean the racial the racial, I mean, the the, racial stereotypes, the, yeah. Yeah, the racial stereotypes. Yeah, pretty much. The um I I still hold to this day that Dark of the Moon Megatron could have had so much potential. Just his overall design with the shroud covering his brain damage was so cool. And they, I feel like they, like, by making him Zeta Prime's bitch in the movie, I feel like they completely ruined what could have been something great. It's yeah, funny that she, that, they call him a bitch in that movie, like, you'll be nothing but Sentinel's bitch. And he's exactly. like, eh. it doesn't, like, creel the woman I shouldn't right even call him Zeta, there. it is Sentinel Prime. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, they're just gonna be Sentinel Prime's bitch, and Megatron can't even, like, argue against it, because he knows. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it, there were a lot of mistakes made. Plus, he had a fucking franchise. shotgun. <laughs> I do <laughs> love how, like. I also love he helps Optimus beat Sentinel and like shoot Sentinel and like Megatron's like how about this a truce all I want to back charge Optimus like yeah fuck you just like fucking kills him right then and yeah there. shoots him with his own shotgun in the face <laughs> like Jesus and then there was the one like I understand why they did it but like every like there were so many like human characters in the movie that I just really was waiting for their death yeah um like the fucking Mark Wahlberg's daughter in Age of Extinction, <laughs> I was praying for just a piece of debris to just clock her in the head and just end it. <laughs> I, oh my god, she was infuriating. Didn't she play uh, Katara in um uh, the um in the the Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, live action film? That is implying that anybody willingly saw the Last Airbender film. (laughs) Avatar The Last Bender does not have a movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there is a (laughs) wonderful, beautiful, amazing animated show. And then the next thing was comics. And that's been it for that. Speaking of which, a new comic's coming out soon. It's going to be Toph's Academy of Metal Bending. Good. Nice. Yes, I'm very excited to see how that's going to work. I want to see Toph teach metal, metal bending. Also, I lied. I said that was where it ended. That's not where it ended. Legend of Korra came out after Damn. that, but there's nothing in between. <laughs> Fucking love Legend of Korra so much. I never really, like, I when it came to me with Avatar, it was like, I watched the first episode when it aired, and then I watched the <laughs> last episode when it aired. And yeah. just kind of bits and pieces in between. <laughs> I just it's, I love the fact like Tyler watches the first episode and it's like oh wow look at this like goofy little kid who was like in an iceberg and he like has air powers and rides on penguins how charming like this is he's such a funny little kid and then the next episode he watches is like wow shit has changed <laughs> <laughs> he's, wow he's, he's, he's really controlling a lot of elements here <laughs> when did he learn fire <laughs> wow he's like got like an actual meat hole in his back now that he's got stabbed by a rock in the spine what is happening like why is the guy how come the guy who was like hunting him down 
has like a whole head of hair and is helping him now. <laughs> who is this try- girl? <laughs> I'm trying to think like who who is each of us from like Team Avatar? Uh, I, I I think it's safe to say that I'm pretty much just Sokka. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would Tyler's- say that I'm probably I'm probably Momo. Tyler is a Tyler Tyler's a sol- a solid Iro. Is yeah. Iro in Team Avatar? Well, we like I don't know, like I'm I'm the cast, you know. If we're going from just pure cast, then yeah, Tyler is definitely Tyler's a, a pretty <laughs> solid Iro. Yeah. Um, I'm the Cabbage Man. The Cabbage Man. <laughs> I'm just constantly in strife, and I just don't want to deal with it anymore, man. There's a There's a Cabbage Man board game. There's a Cabbage Man pop, and I bought it for one of her mutual friends. Oh my god, that's amazing. Because she deserves Spe- it. Speaking of that mutual friend, um, that fucking post Harry Potter post they made killed me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the, the comment I made, the fucking band is, ah, 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 oh shit, that's a dead body. <laughs> and then I, I had to follow up on it, because I was like, yeah, here we go. Cedric, ha- uh, I almost called him Cedric Alexander. Cedric <laughs> 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 Honestly, they both got the same treatment. Like, Fair. Malik, you totally just, like, just made me think of a line. Uh, Adam, we were watching, like Malik said, we were watching Back to the Future the other day, and I had Malik dying because I never really thought about this when watching the movie, but, like, I love how, you know, Marty's just there fucking dying, and they, the band just continues to sing Earth Angel. They don't even fucking check on him to see if he's okay. You can see, like, Marty's sweating. His left hand is fading away, and the guy's just like, kind of giving him the side eye, like, Earth Angel. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck? This guy's ruining what i was just talking about was uh malik brought up the the post that our friend made about cedric diggory's death and i put there i'm like yeah he has this big death that everybody in the whole fucking school saw it and they proceeded to treat it with so much severity that one character was sad about it for 20 minutes in the next movie and then they never brought it up again (laughs) but yeah fucking still in a fucking state of the effect of the future scene I, I so I brought this up to the to the crew, and now I want to I want to put this out into the world via this podcast. Go for it. I I have a copy of uh, pop culture Shakespeare. Uh, get the Back to the Future, and I still very much want to do a dramatic reading of it. Oh man, oh, we get a couple God. copies of that. We could probably actually do that on the podcast. Like, I would be That's totally be fine special. buying more copies of that book. So to like, get like a special episode of this are you guys gonna cast me as biff because like i'll do it but like please like i i don't like that that's the role everyone went to immediately for me because biff is a sexual assaulter but the thing is is that when we when we thought about you in that role we weren't thinking about that aspect you know yeah I yeah but thinking, like that's like... still who biff is yeah you, we're not we're not trying to downplay the fact that biff definitely did that oh like, yeah 100 percent. he did all of that but when when tyler and i were talking about like who would be in the roles like i, I think i purposely avoided trying to be like oh i'll just be marty because like i don't want to be like the guy who came up with the idea like i'm gonna star in it hey like i was I, just, like it's who, just who, a matter of fact that i am a total doc brown yeah like, we 100 we were like tyler's gonna be doc brown that that much i was i was adamant about and then we were like, well, who would be Biff? And then the both of us just went, Malik. 
because we thought <laughs> I personally was like Biff is this like really fucking like meaty beefhead like stupid jock who's like a dick. He's not and even I'm a like, jock. I was just talking about this with Malik while we were watching Back to the Future, and um, this is something that Teen Titans Go brought up in one of their episodes in the eighties in eighties films. You had the karate jerk, the cool jerk, the jock jerk, the rich jerk, but then you just got Biff, who is he's not a jock. He's not like rich. He's just an asshole. That's basically <laughs> it. He's just an he's asshole. Like, he's a level one jerk who hasn't chosen his class yet. Exactly. But like, yeah, when we were looking at that, I was looking at it as like, who do I think would really lend themselves, like would really lean into a role to just make it as like dramatic as possible. And I'm like, Malik would 100% (laughs) just fucking, he would know what he's got, what his character is. And he would just fucking go for it. Um, and I would be George. Yes. (laughs) I, I told you established Tyler, that at the top of this podcast. I told Tyler it's gonna be my fucking life's mission to laugh like George forever now. I'm sorry, like George didn't about deserve George Lorraine. Lines. I said it. I'm saying it right now. George did not deserve Lorraine. <laughs> no, especially considering like his fucking. The way that they actually met was like, oh, sorry, I was just creeping on you, like, getting changed in your room, and then your dad hit me with his car, yeah. and you no, felt bad. A, wait, no. wasn't that another girl? No, that was that was what happened. Uh, yeah, that was, that, no, was, she, that was their house. No, the I thought original, she was... The original <sighs> origin, it was like, he was, he was, like, up in the tree, he was peeping, I think he was peeping on Lorraine, and he dropped out of the tree, but when he dropped out of the tree, he got hit by Lorraine's dad's car. So Lorraine was like, oh, I got to take care of him. And then the fucking, the Nightingale syndrome kicked in. And she was just like, I'm okay with this human being <laughs> who I just found out is a pervert. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I still think, honestly, my favorite line from that whole movie, and there's a lot of great lines. Like, obviously, I, I always say, like, give me a milk, chocolate. Like, yeah. I love that line. I love I'm your density. But my favorite one was uh, when he's trying to, like, to like hype him up and he was just like come on you just you gotta you gotta speak from the heart you know you just just tell her just tell her how you really feel the first thing that comes to your mind nothing's coming to my mind he's like jesus george it's a wonder i was even born <laughs> uh i told him my favorite line is at the end when he gets back to the future ha ha the title and he just goes what the hell is this breakfast <laughs> it just gets me every time my favorite Tyler line lo- yeah. my favorite line is uh when this baby hits 88 miles per hour you're gonna see some serious shit <laughs> I-, I was talking about this why does doc have contacts with libyan terrorists why does doc have dealings with libyan terrorists he needed the plutonium and they were the That's only ones that enough, had it Tyler. there's a whole lot we're missing there well, honestly, we're also missing a whole lot about why does Doc, a very old scientist, hang out regularly with high school-aged teenager Marty McFly? My there are a lot of questions about Back to the Future. My opinion on that is the reason they become friends is because of the time paradox. Because Marty goes back in time and Doc practically knew him since the 50s, they were just automatically friends in the 80s. And okay. then, like I said, it creates a continuous loop where they're just always friends. 
Yeah, I, th- I think that one that one kind of leans pretty heavily into, like, just how you believe time travel works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because technically, yeah, when the movie starts, like, he and Marty are already friends. We already have established they have a relationship, considering Marty just breaks into his house and starts using his yeah. equipment as a fucking guitar amp. But <laughs> at the same time, they haven't, like, Marty hasn't gone back to 1955 yet, so he hasn't met past Doc. Or but has I guess he? Technically, Ooh. he would have had to have because time travel is stupid. But yeah. I don't know because if he has met Doc in the fifties, then his dad's already cool. There's a lot yeah, that, like, that, may, that to makes look sense, into. Um, so it's time travel's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you look in the dictionary at the term like beta or like beta cuck or beta male, you just see george mcfly's face <laughs> in that first scene like oh my god he was just painfully beta. the one line the one thing from back to the future that gets me is why does the brother need to be in the loop for everything at the end of the movie <laughs> like he fl- like they were just like where he was just like mom we've been over this the car has been totaled and the brother just goes well what the hell happened to the car why wasn't i told <laughs> why do you why have to be told, I told? <laughs> because you guys never told me anything car. Exactly. It's not your heart, dude. Like, it's that and wallet guy from Back to the Future 2 that gets me. <laughs> I've wallet. already said that in a previous he just took podcast. That guy's like, oh, where did he go? He went that way. I think he took your wallet. I think he took I his wallet. Took, I think he took that guy's wallet. <laughs> that guy, no reason. Like, like, oh my god. He's a fucking. Just, he's a. He's a rube. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I love the Back to the Future series. It's Me too. Just, it's just a wonderful trilogy of movies. Even the third one, for all of its not being as good as the other two, I'm is about to pretty good. I'm about to watch a documentary on Hulu called Back in Time. I've been playing it on watching it for a couple of days now. But uh, I watched the trailer for it, and uh, one of the one of the writers of the movie it was I I don't know if it was Robert Zemeckis or not. I couldn't tell. Um, but he was at like a, a panel for like a uh, a convention. And he was saying how, like, they they were offered $75,000 from Ford to turn the DeLorean into a Mustang. And the guy looked him dead in the eye and just goes, Doc, Dr- Doc Brown doesn't drive a fucking Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Brown doesn't drive Mustang. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, he turned down $75,000 for that. Yeah, he yeah. turned down $75,000 for artistic integrity. Exactly. Can, that's that's I- dedication. I also just want to say, Lorraine is also just awful in that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, get a hose on that girl. Like, for <laughs> God's sakes. Many people in that movie aren't the best. Mm-mm. Like, she followed Marty to, like, Doc's mansion. Like, Jesus, Lorraine. Yeah. Like, why do you keep calling me Calvin while it was written on your underwear? Oh, my God, Lorraine, why? <laughs> Dude, the boy's one the, unconscious. One of the most, like, undersold lines in that entire movie is where you're like, wait, you saw my underwear? Where's my underwear? It's over there on my hope chest. Like, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. She got some problems, man. I was never that kind of girl. Fuck. Fucking don't liar. you fucking lie to me. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, Back to the Future. Honestly, we've been going for a good while. I feel like that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much good with that. All yeah. right. 
again, this is this is ladies and gentlemen, those opinion beyond. This has been we are now this is our been ten episodes, double digits, double D some might say. Uh we are <laughs> not, thankful. Not many. For the, not many. <laughs> but still some. Um we have been thankful for this like there are your our opportunities to enter your ear holes and just like be Getting a worse. part of you. It's getting worse. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. All right, we're never for... doing fucking guest again, Adam. God, <laughs> thank you so much for allowing us to give you the content that we do, and also thank you for joining us on this milestone. We continue to we we're hoping to be able to hit many more in the future, but all of you have just been great with your feedback and whatnot. Um, Adam, is there anything that you wanted to add? Uh yeah, I mean it's it's just been it's been fun i've been really enjoying listening to the podcast like just hearing how like the the dynamic between you guys has like really kind of come together over the course of it where like you can kind of hear there was a little bit of there was jitters there was there was the the early podcast jitters but like you guys really like smoothed out how you talk to each other like in a way of like we're kind of trying to stay on topic and stuff like that like you guys really like smoothed your shit out it's been really great it's been been a lot of fun the evolution all right, he said something nice. Call up the sniper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really concerned when that like red light just started shining through my pillows. <laughs> what so I was trying to choose your words very carefully, Adam. What I was trying to lead into was I was gonna say to be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and then uh, Adam has been uh, st- uh, streaming on Twitch. Adam, if you mm. want to plug your uh, yes, Twitch, right? Uh, over on plug your uh, fucking shit. Yeah, that's right. I'm a fucking. There's a reason I guessed it on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, over on uh, twitch.tv slash minisoma, that is S-O-M-M-A. Uh, oh, spell have, the mini. Uh, yeah, M-I-N-I-S-O-M-M-A. I don't know, maybe you spell with two I's at the end to be cute. You never know. Right. You Try never to be know. cute, Adam? You, you gotta be sure. You gotta be sure. Maybe I'm just a big <laughs> Minnie Mouse fan. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, but twitch.tv slash minisoma. I have been streaming with a friend of mine. Borderlands 2 Battle of the Bands, which is a Borderlands Allegiance run where we are only using guns from a specific manufacturer each under the guise of participating in a planetary Battle of the Bands where we're trying to reach this legendary venue called The Vault to face off against uh, the other finalists, a band called uh, Jack and the Warrior. Um, That's awesome. Yes, we are, uh, myself as zero corporate hitman, only using Hyperion weapons, and our friend who is on Twitch as well as uh, Free Shavakadu. Free Shavakadu. He is using Maya, only using Malawan weapons, and together we are Gem and her hologram, the legally safe version. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, every Thursday around 7, uh, yeah. for those of you who wanted to check it out. It should be a good time. It's a lot of fun. We just run around. It's not the highest level of gameplay, but it was never going to be. Be there or be square. <laughs> yeah, be sure to tune into that. Thank you, everybody, again for joining in. We love you all. Everybody have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace Goodbye. out. Peace <laughs> out, fuckers. You <laughs> fucked me up, Tyler. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.